At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. To my guys in the desert, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds from the South Point VCN Esports Betting Network. And Wes, uh, it is official. The SEC Southeastern Conference has invited Texas and Oklahoma to join the conference. Yes, unanimous vote, by the way. So the Aggies didn't uh, give the lone dissenting vote, and that would be effective, I believe, July 1st of 2025. So four more years in the Big 12 for Oklahoma and the Texas Longhorns uh, there. And now what happens with the Big 12? Now you're going to start to see, okay, do you pick the bones? But as you were telling me over the break, is there enough meat on those bones, really, Not much with, with, the, with those teams? Because we've heard maybe Iowa State and Kansas, perhaps, to the Big Ten, Texas Tech, Kirby Hocutt, the AD down there in Lubbock, was saying, uh, you know, we're having discussions with the Pac-12. Now, the Pac-12, the new guy, uh, Kivaloff, uh, who used to be at MGM Resorts right here in Las Vegas, said, okay, we haven't had any discussions. I know uh, our buddy Ryan Hyatt down there in Lubbock is saying Texas Tech is going to be in the Pac-12. Obviously, nothing really settled yet from that, but you've got a lot of these teams now in the Southwest, some of these old Southwest Conference teams, some of the remnants here it's like where do these schools go do you see west virginia maybe try to go to the acc that would at least geographically make sense but a lot of dominoes gonna fall here in college athletics with football driving the bus you know i like a lot of these programs that are left in the uh the big 12 which actually is now the big 10 and yeah. about to become the big eight again yeah. uh I, mean, I think there are plenty of attractive programs iowa state oklahoma state tcu west virginia k-state baylor texas mm -hmm. tech kansas 
Uh, all of those have different things to offer. I think the one problem is when you look at adding those yeah. uh, schools from a Big Ten perspective or a Pac-12 perspective, you got to get a big, you got a, a new TV market, yeah. or a big TV market, and do you get that? Who do you get that? Kansas with? City isn't exactly. I mean, it's a nice market, but it's not like you know a major like a New York or an Atlanta or Boston or somebody Philadelphia, L.A., somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, look, but the Big Ten. I mean, that's one of the main reasons they added Rutgers all those years ago. It's like we're going to get that New York market yeah, as if that New York market is really into Rutgers. I, I always questioned uh, that <laughs> philosophy. Yes, yeah, uh, because they're just crazy for Rutgers in New York City. Wes, I know you'll probably agree with me here too, and I hate how this is all about football because yeah. I love college basketball yeah. and I think Kansas would be a great addition to the Big Ten from a, a oh, basketball absolutely. perspective uh, so let's talk basketball right now the NBA draft is tonight and we have some big news in the NBA the Lakers are moving toward a deal for Russell Westbrook how mm-hmm. do you feel about this Wes and it looks like uh, the, the Lakers are going to send at least three players it looks like three players Kyle Kuzma Montrez Harrell and Contavious Caldwell Pope uh, and PCP, the first round pick. Pack your bags and one and tonight's first round draft yes, pick, right? Number twenty two. So uh, look, uh, I like the deal that apparently uh, Adrian Wojnarowski fell for the head fake that there was going to be a deal to Sacramento with Buddy Heald coming in. I'm like, if I'm a Laker partisan, I would rather have Buddy Heald. Uh, you need a guy who can shoot the basketball, and Russell Westbrook doesn't break thirty percent from three point range. Buddy Heald, well over forty percent, so he would be the guy that I would have wanted to bring in. So. Uh, Rob Palenka or LeBron James, I got a question, uh, the uh, front office decision there from a Lakers standpoint. By the way, we are showing uh, Russell Westbrook in a Wizards jersey. Speaking of the Wizards, this from Marcus Thompson, the Bay Area columnist for The Athletic. At Thompson Scribe on Twitter, he is now reporting Bradley Beal has elected to stay in Washington, D.C., mm. that he is going to opt in and uh, be a wizard again next year. Do you think Bradley Beal did not want to play with Russell Westbrook or what? Could be, Matt. Mm. Uh, could be. Like, all of a sudden, he didn't want to play with John Wall either, and now John Wall <laughs> is in Houston. So, uh, Brad Beal looks like he's going to remain a Washington wizard. And then I want to update some of the futures choices here with this Westbrook deal. Brooklyn's still the favorite this from uh, Westgate Superbook right here in Las Vegas three to one favorite are the Brooklyn Nets but the Lakers now have been cut a little bit uh, 450 to plus 350 mm-hmm. now is the second choice well, uh, you're gonna get a lot of people just rushing yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they added Russell and, Westbrook. and Lakers yeah. fa- and Lakers uh, fan Jeff Sherman over there knows uh, that they're gonna receive those bets so you got to move the number before you can get hit on it I'm okay with the Westbrook move as well, you still got to get shooters so you gotta yes. find one or two shooters still find a way maybe to get Buddy Heald or somebody out there the, mm-hmm. the Lakers don't have enough shooters anyway the NBA draft is tonight we're going to talk about that with uh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm Derek Stevens team has the number one pick tonight Wes and it looks like there is no suspense no not at all I, we would fully expect Cade Cunningham despite that little news that was put out this week well they're not sure they're sure yeah the Pistons picked first tonight Derek Stevens Mike Palm up next from Circa VSIN the Sports Betting Network Live from the South Point Sportsbook, Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds here on my guys in the desert. V send the sports betting network, footballcontest.com. 
uh, presents this segment to you, the number one proxy service and top source for info on Las Vegas football contests, including live standings, footballcontest.com. Now we welcome in Derek Stevens and Mike Palm from Circus Sports Downtown. And I see sweat forming on Derek Stevens' brow as he, uh, as he starts to panic as uh, we get closer to how many millions is Derek Stevens going to hand out in the football <laughs> contest this year? Are you yeah, sweating, you're Derek? Right, Matt, it's huh? a big sweat. Great, great to see you guys. Uh, yeah, big, big sweat. I think the millions were kind of tracking okay. You know, we ought to be able to make it, but the survivor, <laughs> we're in deep trouble. You know, and now I'm getting grilled because everybody's saying you call it as my baby. So, uh, anyway, yeah, we're 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 uh, you know just on a six million dollar deal. What are we at right now? About a five five point four million dollar overlay. Yeah, six fifty seven for the circa million three and only five thirty eight for the inexplicable survivor contest. I wanna <laughs> give Matt Humans credit. You know, he he is an impartial journalist. He has a good relationship with you. He likes to come and hang out here, watch the fights, watch the big events here and at the pool. But he called this from day one when we came on Follow the Money with him and Mitch Moss and said, this is your baby, this is the reason you made the mistake of putting six million here and only four million. It's too hard, it's too gimmicky. I give you credit, you know, VSIN is a network of integrity. You won't convince a lot of people that Brady Cannon <laughs> isn't Jay Cornegie's agent, but Matt Humans is on the straight and narrow here, okay? Yeah, that's true, he laid it out there. He said we were in trouble and we're in trouble. I mean, every positive EV guy ought to be booking their flights right now. We're in deep, deep trouble. Well, the good thing is you're open 24 hours, seven days a week, so uh, plenty of people can get there. Plenty of time to get there to uh, sign up for the contest. I thought it should have been $5 million in each contest or flipped $6 million in uh, the main contest, $4 million in Survivor. But it is your baby, Derek. The Survivor contest is your baby. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I, you're right. I mean, I'm in trouble. I mean, I mean, uh, once again, I did some bad math here. We're in deep, deep, deep trouble here. So. I think Mike Palmer. So was, much so, yeah. Matt. I, hey, Matt, Wes, I want to tell you, we're trying to make up for this uh, bad math and this bad overlay. You know, if you get into Survivor, you know, you need to have a map to be able to see which way you're going and how you how you play it out. You need to have that schedule. And now, based upon popular popular demand, we've come up with other retail opportunities. Like this one. We're now selling this schedule in a tube. In a tube. You could take it home. It actually fits. Here, Mike, hold that. Look at that. Oh, yes. Look at this one. Very oh, nice. Beautiful. This is going into our gift shop. It should be there this weekend. And if this is too big for you and you don't want to carry the tube, we've got a nice... <laughs> Uh, Here we go. Here. This was a Matt Eumann's idea, this apparently, like coming up. This is the one. Yeah, the place <laughs> that you can take it with you. You know, the other one, this yeah, was the prototype. Those are all for sale, by the way. This is the big one. This was the Matt Eumann's prototype here. You know, you got to hold this one up. Tri-fold here. Like, we talked about the pocket schedule. Our our, uh, our marketing team went a little creative. But look at this. It folds nicely. It's very sturdy. It can. It's robust. It can hang in a bar like it will all night tonight as we talk about the games. So this is what we developed to offset my bad math and the $6 million guaranteed Circus Survivor. I like those ideas. In fact, I'm going to stop by the gift shop and pick up, I think, maybe that placemat. I'm going to get that smaller version. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to get that one sitting yeah, right in front of me. How about that? I like that Takeout. The takeout goes well on this to protect your table at That's home right. from the takeout. Where there I you spread go. out mm -hmm. the In-N-Out burger. I can throw it down there on the, <laughs> the circuit placemat right there on my desk. Uh, that's perfect. Uh, Mike, I think you're really confident that the uh, circuit Millions is going to hit the goal, though, right? I am. I'm, I'm very confident in that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's a proven formula, and, and people want to come and pick games against the point spread. It's easy to understand. There's not all these gimmicks. Use this team, use that team, this week, that week, three games here, three games, all that. I think that, I think it's going to blow by the $4 million. We, it, you're, you're right. It might be reversed. It might be 6000 the millions, and 4000 survive. I actually said, why don't we do a $4 million guarantee for each? And he said, oh, Derek said $8 million isn't sexy. But two years ago, <laughs> $1.5 million was. So, I mean. <laughs> you got to raise the bar on what's sexy. All right. The uh, <laughs> NBA draft is not really a sexy betting option to the general public, but it is something to watch tonight, and uh, there is some betting action on it. And Derek Stevens' Detroit Pistons have the number one pick. Derek, are you satisfied? Are you happy with uh, Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State being your top pick? Yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, I thought like what Wes said. I said it well when when uh, when the show started here. You know, there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of media publicity here a few days ago. Oh, maybe they're not looking at it. But uh, I mean, I think the Pistons came out what last night and said Cade Cunningham's their guy, and uh, and they've. Uh, Kind of worked out the deal, so I think for uh, Detroit, this is what Detroit's needed. It's been uh, it's been rather barren in the uh, uh, you know on the home court here. The Pistons have really struggled ever since they left the Palace because they lost so much of their fan base. So this is a team that's in the city of Detroit that really had no no fan base, no season tickets. I mean, they moved effectively what's a little bit more than an hour drive away. And uh, they've got to re re-energize, uh, re-energize this franchise. And I think everybody's pretty excited that Kate Cunningham is going to be the guy that's going to do it. You know, this afternoon, kind of the heads are spinning right now because we not only have the MLB trade deadline, which ends tomorrow around this time, uh, but we also have the NBA draft, and we apparently have some NBA trades. This is not official, but reported that Russell Westbrook going to be on his move to Los Angeles here with the trade with the Washington Wizards. And uh, I don't know if you guys have checked in yet with Metcalf and the guys in the back there, but looking at the circa odds right now, Brooklyn's still the favorite at three to one, but we're seeing the Lakers money get cut a little bit, maybe, you know, from four. 450 down to like plus 350 just to kind of get out ahead of the marketplace because betters once they discover a trade they don't realize that the guys behind the counter also have television and also have twitter and are going to move that before they bet it so now down at plus 350 have you seen any movement really in this futures market here this early well, we went from plus 450 on the Lakers to plus 430. I thought we should have taken them up to plus 480. I mean, <laughs> right. a ball hog that can't shoot. Right. I don't right. get it. I might. I, I I don't like it at all for them. But you know, we're the same book that made the Vikings the favorite on Friday night in the NFC North. So I don't know what to say. Uh, I tend to agree with you. The Russell Westbrook move, uh, I think Wes is definitely uh, triggered by LeBron. They should have went huh? with the Buddy Healed boot that apparently Woj fell yeah. for. Uh, that Buddy Healed might be coming to the Lakers. <laughs> I think that he much fits what they can do offensively more than Russell Westbrook. So uh, LeBron J or Rob Palenka or LeBron James uh, decides to make the call for Russell Westbrook. Well, the Lakers still have to add a couple shooters. Mike Palm's right about that. All right, let's talk baseball. The the Phillies just walked off the Nationals eleven to eight in extras. Uh, Mike, I want to get your observations on what's happened here before the trade deadline, what you think might happen, and uh, which teams have improved the most. What do you really like or don't like? Well, um, you know, the talk is, of course, Scherzer to the Padres, and Derek's done all the math on this and why this is really the only place he could end up. <laughs> we already moved on We already moved on this on this, 
uh, on air here, but that th this trade's going to happen. We've moved the Padres effectively from 10 to 1 to 7 to 1 to win the World Series based on that. And I said to our baseball guy, Chris Bennett, I said, so you're going to make Scherzer a favorite at Walker Buehler in the wild card game? I mean, uh, you know, we have the deal with the Padres. I think that teams that need to make moves are teams that can win a division. Forget this wild card. You're going to put all this money into it, mm -hmm. and then you're going to have a one-game play. I don't like this. I mean, I guess the Padres are all in, and that's a good thing. Now they don't have the Chargers in San Diego. they got to have something to hang their hats on, and that fan base is really energized. But I hate making a stretch run for a wild card. I, think, I mean, I think if Cincinnati were buyers, that's what they'd be doing, too. They'd kind of be going out there too far behind Milwaukee. I think the Rays need to get a pitcher. I really do. I mean— I love the move for Cruz. I still think Cruz is the best move, and it was the first move of this whole season so far. Uh, and getting that bat in the lineup and a great clubhouse guy, but who do they really have as a starter that you know can go out and give you seven innings in a playoff game? Or if you don't end up overcoming the Red Sox, what are you going to have? Uh, Yarbrough start the, start the wild card game? I don't know. Their bullpen's great, but uh, I think the Phillies, they get very lucky here. The Phillies should file a complaint with Major League Baseball. This was the bet of the year last night against the Nationals. Major League Baseball lets the Nationals postpone the game till this morning, and then all of a sudden you have to go against Scherzer. I mean, they couldn't play at 7 o'clock last night, but they could play at 10 right. this morning. I don't get that. That was a great situation for Wheeler. Instead, they end up losing that game to Scherzer, but a miracle comeback here maybe to save their season. Down three in the ninth with two out and nobody on. They end up covering the run line in extra innings. So I think the Phillies are best in position to pick up the pieces with the Mets. Josh Tower's been telling us all year this isn't sustainable for the Mets. We don't know about DeGrom. Tyon Walker's starting to come back to the pack, and they just don't hit enough. I think the Phillies can solidify the bullpen. They still have a legitimate shot to win the East and not have to be in a wild card game, but play in a division series. Guys, let me go back to the Padres really quickly. Of course, Circus Sports with a relationship. We see the banners behind home plate at Petco Park and all the ads going on as we watch uh, Don Arcillo and Mudcat Grant on those Padres broadcasts. One of the best announced teams I think in Major League Baseball, but nevertheless, Padres concern me a little bit in terms of the bullpen. Obviously, adding somebody to that starting rotation with what we saw out of Blake Snell last night, but this is a really good bullpen, but it's been overused really from the jump, and that's what concerns me long-term about San Diego. Well, yeah, now they move Lometa out to the bullpen, and uh, and then, you know, Melanson's has done a very, very good job this year, so I think uh, with, with this additional starting pitching that's coming in, if the Scherzer deal does get finalized, that gives them, a, gives them quite a few more options. I mean, I, I think uh, they're, they're set up. Here, listen, this is what the Padres need. One, they don't have a defensive catcher. I know the rumors we hear, Hosmer's on the trading block, and, and Derek's looked into his contract. He can speak to how it's structured. I'd love it they could send Hosmer back to Kansas City and get Salvi Perez. They need a defensive catcher. They have a catcher that can't catch nor throw nor hit. And they don't have a true leadoff hitter. I think they need to address those two needs. You know, Mike, to Mike go ahead with Hosmer. Talk about the contract, yeah, go Derek. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're good. I think Mike covered it. I mean, this is today is July 29th. This is the day of expectations of this year. Think about this. Uh, Amazon reports earnings, all-time record levels, and the stock's down 254 points right now <laughs> after hours because the expectation of the next quarter mm -hmm. isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. At the same point, yeah. the Scherzer trade's going to happen with the Padres. It's all on expectations. They go from plus 975 to plus 675. This is the day of expectations here, and I agree with you, Mike. I, I do think I, I do think the catcher is going to be the big uh, the big issue for the Padres here going forward. I always thought there was no chance that the Dodgers could do this at where they were on the salary cap and with the escalating luxury tax. 
So there's very limited options, I thought. You know, and Scherzer does have to approve where he goes. So I think Padres were one of the only options that he could uh, that he could uh, fall into. Yeah, apparently Mad Max wanted to go to the West Coast to the Dodgers, Padres, or Giants, and um, Padres are making the move to get him. Apparently, Dodgers are going to settle for Danny Duffy, the lefty from Kansas City, and probably you would think going to make a move. Uh, they're going to make a move with the Cubs, right, Wes? They have to. You got to think that they're going to try to shore up that bullpen. I mean, I think Craig Kimbrell. If I were the Dodgers, that would be the first phone call I would make is is to Jed there in Chicago and try to get Craig Kimbrell because he is certainly, I think, going to be on the move. Mike, what's happening here with the San Diego Padres the last couple of years? You and Derek are obviously pretty close to the situation. Now, the Padres suddenly spending like a major market franchise. Mad Max said wherever he goes, he wants a, he wants a new contract. So you would think the Padres are going to be in talks with him for a long-term deal. Where is all this money suddenly coming from in San Diego? But they have room, and that's the point, Derek. Well, they have room this year. I mean, his his hit his hit for the for for this year is going to be less than ten million dollars. But next year's a whole nother ball game. Right. Uh, Padres are I do not believe are in the, are in the mix for a long term deal with uh, with Max Scherzer. The Dodgers certainly aren't. Uh, just because these teams like with this deal, it puts them right at the level. At the Dodgers are way over. So Max is going to be a little bit limited in in how many franchises have enough room. I mean, this contract that he had. Um, which you could argue might be the best pitching uh, free agent contract ever. It was $210 million. I mean, if there's going to be something like that, obviously he's a little older, it'll be 37. Even if you do a four-year deal, you're looking at over $100 million, and it's, there's not that many teams that, could, that, that could, could pull this off. The Yankees could, though, and that'd be right up their alley. Well, the Yankees could. How about the D-backs? He could go back to Arizona where he started. <laughs> D-backs, I think, he, have plenty could, of cap spoof. Or the Giants. He could, go, he, huh? could, he could go back to the Nationals. Yeah, that's possible as well. Uh, Mike, what do, you think, uh, what do you think about the Yankees' moves? They get Joey Gallo oh, and uh, the Yankees. Now, I, I don't think the it's, Yankees it's, have a – they don't have a shot to win the division. They're, they could be playing for the wild card. But I do think the Yankees need to remake their lineup with eyes on 2022 – they had no left-handed power in that lineup. Gallo's a strikeout machine. They're going to have to move Luke Voigt or move Stanton or something. What do you think of the current state of the Yankees? Brian Cashman's been asleep at the wheel. Well, this is a team that strikes out at an alarming rate. You get a 211 lifetime hitter that strikes out at just a higher rate. I don't get it. I understand no left-handed power. Don't they need a few guys that can make contact with the ball? They got big problems. They got big problems. Garrett Cole is a complete fraud. Okay, he, I mean, how could he still be minus 115 to be the AL Cy Young? Lance Crazy. Lynn is winning the Cy Young. Mm -hmm. Lance Lynn, you can still get him at $4. I tried talking about this two straight weeks on Follow the Money. Bet Lance Lynn. Rondon got rocked today, too. But Garrett Cole, forget about that cheating season in Houston where they were all cheating, including your boy Verlander. Don't tell me they're only cheating on one side of the ball. If you're a cheater, you're a cheater. He's part of that, okay? They got big problems here. Herman has been bad. Herman is good about one out of every four starts. They, they, this organization is in trouble, Matt. Yeah, there's no question. And uh, I think it starts at the top with uh, Brian Cashman. Uh, Derek Stevens, is that your boy? Justin Verlander? Yeah, I'm a Detroit guy. Of course I love okay. Justin Verlander. When Mike gets on a rant, when, when he runs out of things to say, he always throws Verlander in. I love Verlander. Who's going to look at you? I got, just get out of the way and I watch got, the show like everybody else. You got the number one pick in the draft. The Red Wings just got into Valkovich. The Tigers have shown signs of life with Hinch. Is one of these teams going to make the playoffs in the next five years? Oh, yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. Who? Tigers are going to go. Oh, Tigers. Okay, Tigers. Tigers. Hey, let's see if we can get, can we get Kate Upton out to the circuit pool? Can we do that? <laughs> 
I want to get Arcillo and Mudcat. Forget about Kate Upton. I want to hang out with them and have a few beers. Might be the best broadcasting tandem in baseball, Mike. I don't know if now, you heard Mets. that. Wes. I take the Mets. Okay. I rank the Mets number one, the Padres number two. All right, that's uh, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm from Circus Sports Downtown. Back in a couple minutes on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. I'll go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need, real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats, and more at OddsTrader.com. It's always great to have Derek Stevens and Mike Palm on from Circus Sports. And um, I'm, I'm very confident, Wes, that the Circa Millions contest is going to surpass the target number. I'm not too yes. sure about the Survivor. Not so sure the Survivor Contest is going to get there. Do you think 
Mitch Moss brought this up, said the current uh, betting marketplace really won't allow for an overlay in a contest because mm-hmm. people will come in at the last minute. Yes. And uh, do you think there's going to be an overlay? If you had to bet on it today, will there be an overlay in the Circa Survivor Contest? Maybe I'd say minus 120 on the S, even okay. money on the no. But I think they don't have to worry about it with the Circa Million. I know the ads are going to be starting to air if they have not done so already. So, you know, I, I think that they're going to get – I mean, Matty Simo is a pretty good authority on this. Of course, of footballcontest.com, he and Tony run one of the largest proxy services here for these contests. He said, look, they're going to get 4,000 entries. For, for this circa million, so well, he was no not doubt worried about, about that. it. It's going to fly past 4,000. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I always say, you know, whether it's circa, whether it's uh, the Westgate Superbook, DraftKings, all the contests out there, enter as many contests as mm-hmm. you can if you got the bankroll that allows it because you can bet a, little, bet a little to possibly win a lot. There's a lot of money up for grabs in these football yeah, contests. Yeah, and there's, and there's smaller contests, too, like yeah. the Golden Nugget football contest, like the William Hill, Last Man Standing at Station Casinos. Yep. That's really – you get bang for your buck, especially if you're a smaller better. Usually you can get, like, five entries for 100 bucks, where you got to have one team advance every week, pick one team against the spread, and then, you you know, it's almost like a little survivor kind of against the yeah. spread. So that's a very good contest they run at stations. You can also bet a little to win a lot on golf mm-hmm. and uh, golf futures in the Olympic golf tournament. Uh, round two is about ready to begin in Japan. Round one in the books yesterday and one of Wes Reynolds' long shots near the top of the board. Yeah, Thomas Peters, the uh, Belgian, currently at six under par, led the field off the tee and also in strokes he ain't approach. Didn't make any putts mm-hmm. because he might have been the leader after round one instead of Sepp Straka, the Austrian, who currently basically 12 to one right now is where I'm seeing him in terms of an in play. Uh, right now, favorites, Andrew Shoffley, 11 to one. I thought I saw him in the 20 range at some book, but basically 11 to one right now. And I think Xander right in it, just a little bit above where he closed. I think he was like nine to one or so pre-flop he is currently at three under par five back Colin Maracaba you can still get it 12 to one he was the favorite at seven to one to start this event my guy Paul Casey uh four under par so he is only four back 12 to one just a little bit of a drop of where he was pre-flop at 16 or 18 to one uh Paul Casey by the way I really liked what I heard from him. I don't often want to read too much in interviews, but mm-hmm. following the round, he seemed very positive. And one of my angles on Paul Casey this week was the fact that he is 44 years old now. He's a guy that's had a very good career but has never really had that career milestone moment, being winning a major. He's been close several times. An Olympic gold medal, I think, would be obviously a milestone, and he's representing Team GB, along with Tommy Fleetwood, uh, his partner kind of this week, even though it's an individual tournament. But nevertheless, Paul Casey, I think when you get to be like 44, you're more excited about playing in the Olympic Games or like a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup because those opportunities are so fleeting towards the end of your career. A lot of the guys in their 20s, it's like, eh, I'm going to make five or seven more Ryder Cup teams. I really don't care about it. But when you get later in your career, I think it means something to you. Paul Casey, by the way, did lead the field in greens and regulation, hit 17 of 18 yesterday. Paul Casey, four under in the first round. That's four strokes back of uh, Sepp Straka, but that's no big deal. Uh, uh, Mitch Moss and I were talking about this last week. You almost hate it when uh, the guys you bet get off to a real hot start Mm -hmm. in the lead after the first round because rarely – does the first round leader go wire to wire? I have Louis Oosthuizen in the uh, British Open, and even uh, he, you know he petered out. He had the right. 54 hole lead and then right. uh, did nothing on Sunday. 
you almost don't want to have the first-round leader. Yeah, especially if they gain a lot on the greens like yeah. Straka did. I think he was 2.1 strokes gain putting. Also, uh, Jazzy J and his man bun, the man from Thailand, <laughs> seven under par, by the way. But he gained a lot on the greens, about 2.3 strokes gain putting. So you don't want those guys to peak too early with the putter. So hopefully the ball striking stays true for Thomas Peters because he led the field in ball striking. If he made any putts, he might have been nine under yesterday. Jazzy Jay and his man bun at um, seven under. I had to call it Jay because I didn't want to try to pronounce and butcher that last name. He's two strokes ahead of your guy, Johnny Vegas. I don't think you bet Johnny Vegas. I did not. I had him last week when he was runner up. I'm getting the human syndrome, those bridesmaid syndromes uh, on these two weeks in a row. Jordan Spieth at the open and then uh, Johnny Vegas at the 3M last week in Minneapolis. I've had six golf futures winners this year. Eight runner-ups. Eight runner-ups. Eight silvers. How many many have you had this year? I have had combined with the European Tour nine winners, but only four on the PGA, so I'm behind you. But had a couple runner-ups, and Joaquin Neiman was another one a few weeks ago in Detroit. All right, we're going to talk baseball and NBA draft when we come back. My guys in the desert. College football betting guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champs, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. It's also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for $19.99. That's it. Start your free all-access trial today. If you choose that route at vsin.com slash subscribe. Paul Stone, Wes Reynolds, Bruce Marshall, Adam Kramer. Matt Humans. We have all sorts of people contributing to this uh, college football betting guide. And it's uh, honestly the best uh, college betting guide we've put out since I've been here in four and a half years. It's really good. 300 and, what is it, 350 pages? Bill 80 sent out the email today. I think 350, 380 pages. It's uh, a lot of information jam-packed in that thing for uh, 20 bucks. You're not going to read about Anthony Rizzo in the college football betting guide. No, you are not. We are going to talk about him right now. The report from Jeff Passan of ESPN from, uh, I think, Jack Curry of the Yes Network is that the Yankees are finalizing a deal to acquire first baseman Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. In the last 24 hours, the Yankees have uh, picked up Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo, two high OBP lefties. Big moves in the Bronx. Yeah, and you look at this from the uh, standpoint of the Yankees. Obviously, Rizzo is a free agent after this year, so he might be a rental, a temporary stay I don't there think in the Bronx. The Yankees, but maybe they could resign. And if him. you're the Yankees, you don't have to look at rentals right now. Right. You're, you're only in the wild card race. Yeah. You have to be looking long term. I hope hope this is not a Reynolds situation. Well, and he's still relatively young, too, Anthony Rizzo. He's not an old man by any stretch. He's 31 31 years old. old. He turns 32 in uh, like 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, look, uh, you get a guy here with Rizzo. He's not a big strikeout guy. He does battle at the plate. I think, you know, he's more than a willing defender there at first base. So uh, we'll see if uh, Luke Voigt, like you mentioned uh, in the last segment, if he's going to be on the move, you would assume he was. Anthony Rizzo plugs right in immediately. But like you said, 
this is what they've needed all season. Brian Cashman, I think, finally waking up. It reminds me of when Elgin Baylor was the GM of the Los Angeles Clippers. And if you remember, Jim Rome's like, well, somebody call and let Elgin Baylor know he has the number one pick in the NBA draft tomorrow uh, because you would hear nothing about it. And that's when, obviously, the Clippers were the more abundant organization in the NBA. But nevertheless, Anthony Rizzo on the move here. And we talked about here after the Cubs lost today from the Cincinnati Reds. Reds take three or four in Wrigley that Taylor McGregor of Marquee Sports, the uh, uh, dugout, sideline, whatever reporter you want to call, was reporting Chris Bryant sitting in the dugout after the game, you know, kind of taking it all in, a little bit emotional because we kind of thought, okay, he's going to be on the move, and he still may be the guy on the move here Mm -hmm. because he is also a free agent after this season. And I think we said at the time that Bryant was a better uh, bet to be moved than Rizzo. And now we have the report that Rizzo is close to being on the move to the Yankees. Uh, we'll see. I thought the Yankees uh, were a better fit for Chris. I, I'm not crazy about Gio Urshela at third base. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, a shortstop, Glaber Torres, who actually came over from the Cubs organization, who's completely lost his uh, power swing here in the past uh, two years. So I thought the Yankees still had some problems on that left side of the infield at third and short, and that Chris Bryant would be a great pickup. Instead, I, uh, Anthony Rizzo is a good pickup as well, but uh, you got to move Luke Voigt. He mm-hmm. was last year's MLB leader in home runs, by the way, in the shortened 60-game season with 22 homers. You think Luke Voigt's out now, and uh, right. they got to create space for Gallo and Rizzo in these big bats, but... Uh, what do you have now? Well, and also this from Bob Nightingale at USA Today. Not a deal necessarily, but I think Mike Palm actually brought it up in our last segment where we talked about, you know, what are the Padres? Maybe they do something with Eric Cosmer here because he has a big contract. Four years, $59 million remaining after this season. Okay. Anthony Rizzo did reject five years, $70 million from the Cubs. So now the Cubs maybe could be a willing taker. I know the Ricketts are screaming poverty and have been for a couple years there on the north side of Chicago, but maybe Eric Hosmer, that could be a landing spot here for the Cubs. So perhaps he could be moved that from Bob Nightingale at USA Today. I don't think Cubs fans are going to be happy with what's happening here. No, no, it's the end of the line here. There is some sadness. I know uh, our man Danny Burke, uh, who hosts Rush Hour, which follows us right here on Visa, and uh, uh, not okay uh, with with these moves because <laughs> now the Chicago Cubs, uh, it's the end of a great run where they finally got that world championship and got the monkey off their back. But now. A lot of changes there in Chicago. Who is going to be moved? We expect Kimbrell's going to be moved. Does Brian also get moved? You're not going to trade everybody because I think you're going to want to bring somebody back. Maybe it's Javi Baez. They elect to kind of keep there in Chicago. But changes are brewing on the north side for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought they would keep Rizzo or Bryant as the face of the franchise. Both guys could be on the move, and it could be Javi Baez as the last man standing Yeah, uh, with yeah. the Cubs. Uh, So the Cubs also take a loss today with Rizzo and Bryant out of the lineup uh, because of the trade deadline. And the Reds beat the Cubs 7-4. The Reds were favored minus 126 here at the uh, South Point. Luis Castillo made the start today. Uh, Wes, going going into today's start since June, Luis Castillo has been uh, lights out. Yes. Uh, A 171 ERA since June, one one of the – 
I think bigger turnarounds in terms of starting pitchers in baseball is Luis Castillo, and he helps the Reds get a big win today at Wrigley. He does, and now the Reds six games over 500. Do they go, or excuse me, uh, four games over 500? Do they go ahead and make any more moves? They had made some moves in the bullpen. One guy that went today, Michael Givens, uh, nice sharp eighth inning, three up, three down in terms of three strikeouts. They did add Luis Sessa, who was very good in his debut last night, getting him from the New York Yankees. So. The Reds, look, they're just waiting on getting healthy, too. Uh, getting Nick Castellanos back in the lineup, who has had an all-star season. And uh, Joey Votto, obviously, has been murdering the ball lately. Six straight games with the home run for Joey Votto. So maybe the Reds are going to get healthy a little bit down the stretch, especially at the plate. I think the starting rotation has been, by and large, pretty good, namely Luis Castillo rebounding mm -hmm. because he was awful the first two months of the year. But ever since kind of like late May, he's really turned it around, been kind of a bet-on pitcher going forward. Yeah, he's back to 5-10 and 10 after today's win. His ERA down to 422, six innings, three runs, eight strikeouts for Castillo today in the Reds' 7-4 to four win. The Yankees took a 14 nothing loss to the Rays at Tampa, but – that game is going to be pushed inside. The back page news on the New York Post is going to be all about the big deals made yes. in the Bronx. I'm going to ask you, Wes, here in the final 45 seconds, we're going to see odds adjusted all over the board, odds to make playoffs, odds to win divisions, pennants, World Series. All this stuff's going to be changing tonight. Uh, who, who might you be looking to play on when the smoke clears at the trade deadline this time tomorrow. Well, I think those moves on the Yankees, those are now going to get baked into the cake. It was a small move with the Gallo, but I think clearly with Rizzo, you're going to see that go down a little bit even more really on division, AL, and also World Series. But Tampa Bay Rays, like Mike Palm said, I think that they're in the market for a starting pitcher. We shall see if Barrios or Herman or who's going to be on the move, but the Rays need to add an arm to that rotation for sure. All right, Elgin Baylor and the Clippers do not have the first pick in tonight's NBA draft. It's the Pistons. We'll break down the NBA draft and its best bets next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers feature. Rush pay gets your cash when you want it. At BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and most in-play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus. Fastest payouts and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. This is not valid in Iowa, by the way. Uh, BetRivers.com. Danny Burke is on deck today uh, from Chicago. A and, lot uh, to talk about on BC. Danny's going to be upset when he talks about the Cubs and the baseball stories. But, Wes, we have to uh, finish with the NBA draft here because uh, it's up next today. And the Detroit Pistons on the clock with the top pick. Not much suspense. It looks like it's going to be Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. All these uh, prop bets have been taken off the board. And yeah. I'm, I, I'm actually surprised they were left on the board as long as they were mm-hmm. because of some of the information that leaks out. The NFL draft props in Nevada have to be taken off 24 hours yes. before. So all the NBA stuff's off the board. Mitch Moss put out a bunch of uh, uh, prop bet plays this morning. I liked them all. I'll mention his plays. They're on the VSIN email today if you get them. Uh, but you also have some news, I think, in the NBA, right? Yeah, uh, in terms of uh, there was a deal apparently proposed. This from uh, Keith Pompey at Pompey, I believe, on Sixers on Twitter, and he reported, uh, and Woj has been reporting a lot of the other NBA beat writers about Ben Simmons potentially being dealt at some point here during this uh, free agency after the NBA draft tonight, but somewhere around these next few days that Ben Simmons could be on the move. There was a proposed deal to Golden State where Ben Simmons would be going to the Bay Area in exchange for Andrew Wiggins, Andrew Wiseman, or excuse me, James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, the number seven pick, the number 14 pick in this draft, and two future first-rounders. Wow. Uh, so uh, the Sixers wanted a King's what? Ransom, and I want a full set of hair, too, but neither of which are going to happen anytime soon. That's so That was rejected, of course, by the Golden State Warriors. So, uh, But they are looking to move Ben Simmons, and – I mean, to get a King's ransom for that guy, I personally think Ben Simmons should have went and played for Team Australia in the Olympics, but that's neither here nor there. But nevertheless, it looks like his time more than likely in Philadelphia is coming to an end, but that deal was rejected. But expect that Ben Simmons uh, probably going to be moving somewhere more likely than not.
Did the Sixers also ask for Richard Branson's rocket ship? <laughs> what, what else can you throw in there? Can you throw in anything else? They asked uh, for the uh, uh, finest wine in Napa Valley. Wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they asked for they shot for the moon here and, and missed badly. So we'll see where uh, Ben Simmons ends up. All right. Also, the report, if you missed it, Russell Westbrook appears to be on the move from the Wizards to the Lakers. And the Lakers giving up three players and the pick tonight, right? Because uh, that's going to improve that shooting there in Los Angeles to have uh, Russell Westbrook uh, added to that lineup. So, uh, look, a guy that's been a 29% three-point shooter basically the last couple seasons, there was a rumor that there was a Buddy Heald deal perhaps coming from Sacramento to Los Angeles. And I was like, evidently that was a head fake that Woj went for, but... That's a deal I would have rather yeah. made if I was right. Rob Palenka or LeBron James, whoever is Rob Palenka, the official GM title there in Los Angeles. But LeBron James is making this decisions and uh, uh, Jeannie Buss allowing him to go ahead and do that. But nevertheless, it looks like Russell Westbrook on the way to Los Angeles. Cal Kuzma, Ron Harrell, who just opted in back uh, today, KCP. And I believe it's the number 22 pick that would be moving to the Washington Wizards. And there's a lot going on right now in the NBA. And uh, if you're going to make a deal, the uh, the time around the draft is the ideal team, time mm -hmm. to do it, obviously. So the Lakers trying to uh, remake their roster by dealing uh, Kuzma, Harrell, KCP, and tonight's first-round draft pick for Russell Westbrook. They still have to address shooting, like Wes said. you got to find uh, some shooters, and that's what the, uh, the Lakers are lacking. Uh, right now, I think Buddy Heald did make a lot of sense. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what else happens tonight. But Ben Simmons has been shopped by the Sixers, and uh, they're asking for their asking price has been too high. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's look at tonight's draft, though. Wes, right now, how do you think the top five will play out in tonight's NBA draft? Well, you got to think, of course, we talked about Cunningham going to number one. And look, in this draft, I think there are good players. I don't see like a franchise changer. Yeah. I know uh, Kendrick Perkins was on there saying Cunningham's the best prospect since LeBron James. Uh, but uh, I mean, let's get serious here. Cade Cunningham going number one. Jalen Green is going to go number two, the kid out of the G League. Uh, I thought maybe they'd make a run for Evan Mobley. They just, they decided not to. Mobley looked like he is going to end up number three in Cleveland and then Jalen Suggs and Scotty Barnes that seems to be the consensus top five right now Kendrick Perkins I like him he's outspoken yeah, you opinion. like characters, but He's that's being a character. But that's an idiotic opinion. Yes. That's, I mean, that's, that's being a character. That's pro-wrestling, and I appreciate a good well, pro-wrestling reference. But I don't want to see him put himself in the skip category. Yeah. Guys like that who just uh, – Yeah, we, just, don't want the, we don't want too many of the hot takes uh, because this is a guy that has some insight and has played a long time in the league. But, uh, you know – Cade Cunningham, there's still some things. I think, obviously, he's the consensus number one in the draft, but I'm not convinced that he's going to be the next great star in the NBA just I'm yet. I'm not either. In fact, I, I hated the way he played in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but, he went he went absent. Yeah. It was like he wasn't even on the floor in some of these games. He wasn't as bad as Andrew Wiggins was in the NCAA no. tournament back in the day for Kansas. But no, he, he wasn't. didn't really show up. All right, so the Pistons, Rockets, Cavs, Raptors, Magic in the top five. Uh, I've... 
you and I, I think, been on the same page here. Uh, Book Knight from UConn, mm-hmm. shooting guard, really a, a high-volume shooter and scorer, I think is going to be a top-ten pick Oklahoma City would make a little bit of sense, So you I think, think number six for Book Knight? Who, who would the Warriors move for at number seven? And how high is Moses, Moses Mo, uh, Moody, our guy from Arkansas, going to go? Yeah, I took him under 11-and-a-half. Now you got to pay the tax, and I'm actually looking to see. Uh, I think those have now been taken down, maybe at least at some places. But I took Moses Moody at under 11-and-a-half. I think he's solid. He's a good defender, good size. No real red flags medically. Can obviously shoot the ball. So I think he's going in the top 10 here to somebody now with Orlando with two picks there it depends on what they are going to do so uh, Scotty Barnes looks like he is going to uh, stay in the state of Florida from uh, Florida State and stay in Orlando but Moses Moody is a guy I like to the under also I have Keon Johnson the guy out of Tennessee I think he's going to go over 12 and a half he may fall like to the mid-teens here a little bit because uh, Keon Johnson of course we got dazzled by his record vertical leap at the NBA draft combo and 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 that dunk that he had against Georgia, I believe, last right. year at Tennessee. So a freaky good athlete, not necessarily a freaky good shooter as of yet. So I think Johnson probably goes maybe like 14 or 15, so over 12 and a half for me. Wes, uh, Mitch Moss put out some NBA draft pipe. So did JVT on the Follow the Money show this morning. If you don't have the Visa and email, I'm going to read those right now. And uh, it's too late to get the bets in. But I like their plays, and I've, I'm on several of the same ones. Mitch has Josh Giddy under 11 and a half. You want to quickly explain who he is? Josh Giddy is a point guard out of Australia who's been getting some buzz. I've basically yeah. been seeing him in the mocks around 10 to Memphis. Looks like a target for Josh Giddy. So, uh, Mitch, absolutely on that. And then I'll continue with one, Davion Mitchell, who uh, JVT landed on at over 10 and a half, the uh, kid out of Baylor, yeah. that he may be falling out of the lottery because there's a lot of those players, I think, right in the same range. Corey Kispert out of Indiana. Kind of the uh, the topic de jour for the Indiana Pacers is like, okay, which white guy are they going to draft? Mm. Because uh, they've been doing that a lot frequently. And, of course, Corey Kispert is right there for the Pacers. So we'll see what Pritchard does. But Are you saying that the, uh, the Pacers and the Utah Jazz sometimes look for white players? Yeah, I guess uh, it's like, guys, the brawl was uh, the brawl in the palace was like several years ago. Okay, people have moved on. But uh, they've had plenty of uh, Pacers. Actually, uh, a guy you hate now, one of their better draft picks was Paul George. And in fact, the Pacers made a great move on draft night uh, several years ago for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Uh, that, actually, that was a, a terrible move. Sorry, that was a terrible move. They <laughs> well, sent Kawhi They did Leonard. get uh, George, George Hill, Hill back. They sent uh, George Hill. I mean, the Spurs up. made a great move, and they ripped off the Pacers. They sent George Hill to Indiana for Kawhi George Leonard. Hill from uh, Broad Ripple High School and IUPUI there right in the Indianapolis. The Pacers drafted Kawhi, I think, yeah. 14th. That was a great yeah. pick, but they sent yeah. the pick to the Spurs. They've anyway, had a hit and yeah. miss. Uh, you know, the hits have been those guys, and then uh, the misses, Tyler Hansbro, when Ty Lawson was available on the board, T.J. Leaf. Et cetera, et cetera. So, Actually, uh, Utah Jazz made a great pick in Donovan Mitchell. All right, so uh, I, I'm there with JVT. I played the same thing. Davion Mitchell from Baylor over 10 and a half. Uh, Mitch also played A.U. DeSonmo, the guard from Illinois, over 26 and a half. I did not bet that prop. I'm not sure where A.O. is going to fall. I'm not, I'm not That's going to be, I think, very close. Yeah, I'm not real high on his NBA potential, but he's going to fall somewhere in that range. J.T. Thor from Alabama. Mitch has got – or, from, excuse me, from Auburn. J.T. Thor over 31 and a half. Uh, so that makes him a second-round pick. 
Nemus Keita from Utah State, over 47 and a half. And I like this one as well. Matthew Hurt from Duke, over 53 and a half. Yeah. Uh, JVT is also on the Keita prop. He's got Jalen Johnson from Duke, over 14 and a half. How many uh, NBA draft props did you bet, Wes? I only have bet a couple. I wish I would have saw this or paid attention earlier. I would have gotten a couple of these because they make sense. Uh, uh, John mentioned uh, Jalen Johnson in terms of the over. And that's one of those things where it's like, is this the quote-unquote character issue type of thing? Because, of course, Jalen Johnson played part of that season in Duke and then opted out. So it's like, then do you get the rap of, oh, you quit on your team or whatnot, fair or unfair, that's going to be out there, at least with certain teams. Certain teams, they won't care, but certain teams, I think, will do that. And then uh, Usman Garuba, the uh, guard for, uh, that's on the Spanish national team that, of course, uh, is playing, they got to win over Argentina overnight. So, uh I don't think Garuba is going near the lottery. I could see Garuba kind of in the 20s, maybe to Houston, who mm -hmm. has back-to-back -back picks at 23-24. They need some guards down there, by the way, in Houston. John Wall and Eric Gordon not getting any younger, so that's why they're going with Jalen Green, likely at number two. I also played Miles McBride from West Virginia, under 26 and a half. Um, how about Chris Duarte from Oregon? I played him under 19 and a half. That, that prop dropped all the way to 14 and a half. Yeah, they're thinking he might be just outside the lottery. Maybe Washington could be a target. Maybe Oklahoma City. So I uh, think a good scoop by you there. All right, great job today, Wes Reynolds. And uh, up next on VSIN tonight, it's going to be Jeff Parles, Danny Burke, Danielle Alvari, and Tim Murray. Don't forget about Tim. We're going to recap the NBA draft with him tonight on the Nightcap VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.